Hi everyone, Lauren here with a new episode. So if I sound different, it's because I finally have gotten a new microphone. I bought it off of Amazon. It came in today. I was super excited because it said it wasn't supposed to come in until October 5th. So we're going to go ahead and start recording with it today. I hope you guys enjoy the new sound. I, I tried it out um, a little while ago and it sounded pretty crisp. So hopefully it still sounds that way when I play this back later on. <laughs> but anyways... So in honor of spooky season, what I wanted to do was actually tell some ghost stories. Now, I was going to go ahead and read some scary stories that are public domain, but I decided that it might be a little spookier if I tell some of my own personal experiences with the supernatural. Ooh, scary. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, I don't know if you guys know exactly where I'm located, but I'm from Georgia. And in Georgia, we have some of the scariest cities in the world. So I'm sure everybody pretty much knows Savannah. Yeah, Savannah, Georgia, severely haunted. I've been to Savannah a few different times. I've been on some of their ghost tours, but I've never actually experienced anything there personally. Now, I went to a college and I went to Barry College up in North Georgia. It's a private school, um, very hands-on learning. That's the reason I pretty much chose it was because I could put my hands on animals when I was studying my undergrad for animal science. And Barry College allegedly has a lot of history behind it. And I mean a lot. First off, the school was founded, I think, in 1901, I want to say. I know, guys. Sorry. I can't even remember my own album mater's freaking birthday. But anyways, and it was founded by Martha Berry. Now, there's a lot of stuff about this, this woman. She never actually married. She didn't have any kids. But she liked to teach the local um, boys um, back in the day. So she ended up creating this college. Um, some pretty amazing people actually came out of Barry College. You know Henry Ford, the guy who made Ford automobiles? Yeah, he donated money to build this massive castle on the grounds. And it's made out of Italian stonework. And it's the same kind of stonework that you can find on Mountain Campus. This campus is the largest campus in the world, okay? And it might not seem that way because there's not a lot of buildings on it, but there's a lot of of hiking trails, wooded areas. We have a main, we had a main campus and a mountain campus. So, and we always kind of made fun of the people on mountain campus because they were considered wind shapers. Wind shape is uh, an organization. I think it's ran by Chick-fil-A. That's who <laughs> was usually always at our campus. But anyways, we always made fun of them because we, I, I was a main camp person. I wasn't a wind shaper. So there's a lot of things that happened while I was there and stuff right before I got there. I don't know if you guys ever heard, but there was a very famous exorcism that happened there on campus. And I believe it happened on main campus or not main campus, mountain campus. And it, it wasn't a true exorcism because these kids didn't really know what they were doing. They came back from a trip like somewhere um, down in South America. And apparently one of the girls started having like this aversion to the Bible and 
Christian objects and symbols and stuff. So they thought she was possessed. So they took her into, I think it was the church. I don't know which one. We have three chapels on this campus. Okay, guys, we had Barnwell Chapel, we had Frost Chapel, and then there was there's another one, and I can't remember what the name of that one. But it was one of the chapels. I think it was up there on Mountain Campus, so I'm assuming it was somewhere near Frost. But it could have been Barnwell. Anyways, they took her there, and they performed this illegal exorcism on her. Like, crazy stuff. This happened a few years before I ended up at the school. Now... This school, I wouldn't say it's super religious. It, it's a liberal arts school. Um, but, I mean, it is founded on Christian values and everything. I, I'm not a Christian, but they do do a very good job of representing other minority groups that aren't Christian and also um, LGBT and stuff. I was actually in charge of RISE, which was Religion and Student Experience on campus. I was the vice president of that. So I actually helped put together the World Music Festival up there and or my senior year. I was also a part of the LGBT and the LGBT group and Empowerment, which was um, a feminist group of also. I was their secretary. I was doing a lot of counting, accounting stuff. So I, I worked a lot with the with the groups. But anyways, Barry is very secretive. They, they've had many paranormal groups and TV shows reach out to them over the years, trying to get in and investigate, um, certain things on campus. And Barry's like, no, we don't want the publicity. We don't want anybody to know, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing this podcast for publicity or anything, but, I mean, I'm just talking about my personal experience there with some of the spooky stuff. They do have a haunted hayride and some haunted houses that they do on campus in October. I don't know if they're going to do it this year because of COVID, but if they do, it's usually some pretty extreme stuff. And I've been on one of those haunted hayrides before. And, you know, even though it's a Christian school or, well, not Christian, I guess I can't label it Christian, even though it's a school that, you know, leans towards Christianity, they got some pretty graphic stuff going on on their hay rides. I remember going one year and there was actually like a girl like tied to a tree and they were like fake whipping her and it had like a strobe light and everything. Cause it's, cause you, cause you go on the hay ride and then you actually walk through the woods, um, for part of it, which was what they did when I was there. And they would show you all these different sceneries and stuff. There's always people with chainsaws. Always, always. But anyways, if you do decide to go visit, because the campus is really beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful campuses in the world. It's been voted in so many different magazines. It's it's a really cool place to go to, especially with all their lakes and their scenery and their hiking trails. They have a, it's like a three-mile bike trail all the way up to mountain campus from main campus. I've biked that trail many a times, which it's it's pretty cool. But I want to tell you some of these ghost stories that floated around while I was there. So the first one that was particularly spooky is the legend of the green lady. Now, there's always some kind of legend, especially when there's these long roads that kind of go through the woods and you can't really see the ending. It's pitch black out. Well, that's the road for that connects mountain campus to main campus. It's a very long road. There's nothing on it. It's completely straight, but there are a bunch of dips and bumps. So you definitely don't want to go too fast because they have had cars flip over on those roads before. And there are so many deer on campus. I think the last time I was there, it was like eight deer per student. Like they, they just walk around. You could, you could 
practically touch them almost. They're so close. But anyways, um, the legend goes that if you're on this road at night and you stop in the middle of the road, you cut off your car, you put your keys on top of your car, walk around your car three times saying green lady, green lady, green lady, get back in your car, you start it, and you look in the rear view mirror. If you look in the rear view mirror, you're supposed to see the green lady behind you. Now, it's a really interesting legend. Have I ever done it? No, <laughs> I would never get outside of my car at night on main, on that, that road ever. <laughs> and we call it stretch road. That's what we used to call it stretch road. But I would never get outside of my car on that road because it's, it's pitch black out there. It is literally pitch black. I mean, they have an observatory in the middle of the horse field. It's so dark on this campus. So <laughs> no. Now, have I been out on the trail at night? Yes, I have, but I've never gone by myself. I've always been with somebody. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> I, I kind of believe in those same kind of things. I wouldn't say that the green lady is necessarily a, uh, you know, what's, what's the word that I'm looking for? Malicious spirit. I would say that the green lady is probably more of a benevol benevolent, benevolent, ugh, I can't talk, benevolent, maybe nature spirit if anything no one really knows where this green lady came from and no one really even knows why they call it the green lady because technically she's not in green she's in a white gown they just call her the green lady i guess maybe because there's like a green glow around her but i remember hearing this when i first got on campus and i'm thinking no way but there have been instances where i've been out on that trail at night and the trail is actually right beside stretch road it's like a little ways off but and i've seen some weird things out there in the woods. I don't know if it's a deer or if it's something else, but who knows? I I don't mess with the green lady because I'm thinking that some sort of like fairy entity or something and I don't mess with no fairies. So anyways, <laughs> there's that one. The other one um that I specifically remember hearing about um was about a, I don't know if she was a teacher or if she was just an administrative person, but she used to work in in uh, the Hogue building. And the Hogue building was where Martha Berry had her, had her office space for a while. So there's a lot of stuff in there that was Martha Berry's. Well, the Hogue building, the Hogue building is one of the oldest buildings on campus, I would say, one of them, because it used to be at the main entrance until they decided to build a new main entrance. So it actually sits in front of the original main entrance into Berry College. Now, the Hogue building is said to be haunted, and it's said that sometimes it's Martha Berry herself. So apparently, and I heard this from a friend, but this administrative lady, she had a child, very young, about three year old, three years old, and she would see the child talking to somebody while she was working at her desk in her office and the child would be in the, in the next room over. And so she'd come in there and ask him what he was talking to. He's like, you know, just talking to my friend. Well, okay, cool. So she'd go back, wouldn't have any issues. And one day she, the child was with her and she was walking by a portrait of Martha Berry and the child pointed at it. He's like, look, that's, that's my friend. That's the lady that's been talking to me. And everybody knows that Martha Berry <laughs> died a long time ago. <laughs> that 
would have freaked me out. And we all know that children are very sensitive to the supernatural, extremely sensitive. So that I can believe that happening for sure. Everybody's, you know, no one ever, I mean, Martha was so in love with this school. Like this was her legacy. I, I mean, her, her grave is at the school. It's literally outside Barnwell Chapel. You can go visit it. Not only is her grave there, but also her horse. Her horse had a grave outside of the Lad Center, which was the basically like the uh, hospital area where we could go, you know, get checked if we were sick or whatever. Like this school has its own zip code. It has a, I mean, it has like its own little healthcare facility. It's got its own little, um, it's got its housing. Um, it's got professor housing. It's got, it's got the gym. Um, it's got its own gas station, guys, for, for the administrative cars. I used to take the cars over to the gas station. Well, I mean, it's not like an actual station, but yes, you can get gas on the campus. I mean, they have a whole farm. I mean, they're pretty self-sustainable. Like, I mean, we used to, basically the students work every aspect of this land because Martha Berry believed in, in, you know, working for, for what you, for what you need. For, for what you get. And so that's kind of what the school built itself on. So it's, it's basically self-sustainable. It's got its own zip code. It's got its own, it's, I mean, technically it's in Rome, Georgia, but it's called Mount Berry, Georgia. Like it has its own city name. It's, it's ridiculously big. So there was that story that I heard. I think the creepiest one that I heard was um, in the, in Ford Castle, Ford Castle holds the alumni offices and some administrative offices. And then it also holds a girl's dormitory rooms. So there's Clara Hall and there's East and West Mary. Now, Clara Hall never really had much things going on there. But East and West Mary, there is a tower. And that tower used to be, um, used, to be used as a study room back in the day. So there's this old urban legend. No one knows if it's actually true. No one knows if there's any sort of um, records of this or anything, but, but basically most students agree that it's somewhere in the, like the 1940s, 1930s, somewhere early in, in, in that period where they say that a student a woman um, hanged herself in that study room up in the tower. And no one knows why. No one knows why. They just tell you that that's, that's the legend. So you can still go up in that tower. You can still use it as a study room. And one of the creepiest things, I heard this from a friend um, who, who we had a mutual friend with. But anyway, she said that she was in the tower with, with her friend. And she was recording herself for a speech that she was going to take in her communications class. And as she was playing it back for herself, while they were sitting up there in that tower... They heard this evil sounding voice in the background that said, get out in the background of her, of her speech. So after hearing that, they left, of course, and going up in that tower, it always felt very strange. Like I, I never stayed in the tower very long. Most people did not use that tower for studying because it was so secluded. Um, the only thing up there was literally like some cradle desks that you could sit at and they had um, markings all over them from previous students who had been up there. But no one really knew 
why they felt like that. But every time I was up there, I always felt like I was being watched. Now, I didn't actually stay in the castle. I ended up staying in, in a different dorm room. The castle just wasn't my thing because it's kind of it's kind of located a little further away from the from the buildings that I would have been taking classes at. So I didn't feel like walking or having to, you know, drive my car everywhere around campus. So I kind of stayed closer to the main buildings. But for my friends who stayed up there, going in the castle, it was so cool to look at because yes, it's an actual freaking castle, guys. Like it looks just like what you think. I mean, the dining hall over there in the castle area looks like the freaking dining hall from Harry Potter. Like it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful in there. And they have their own auditorium too. They have a second auditorium over there, separate from the theater. So it's really cool. But anyways, they said that there's a demon that lives up there in that tower. Something inhuman lives up there in that tower. Now, I haven't been there. I graduated in 2014. So I haven't actually been inside the uh, girls' dorms. Because you have to have key cards everywhere. And, of course, I don't have a key card anymore because I don't go there. But... Um, I, I, I know that they were like, they were changing some things up when I was there. And I know that they were turning some of the, those extra rooms into dorm rooms. So that study room might not even be a study room anymore. It might be somebody's dorm room. I'm like, good luck girls. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> but I remember like running around up there with my friends and we were trying, we were like, we were just being stupid, you know, trying to catch things not on camera. We didn't have cameras on, but we had recorders on trying to catch things. And it just got to the point where it just felt really strange. And I remember one time I was up there with a friend, it was at night. And she said, cause you can, from the tower, you can see the tower for Clara Hall across. And she said that she saw somebody peeking out of the window in the other tower at Clara. And it freaked her out so bad. So we went over there to the Clara Tower, which has kind of like a little kitchenette thing up there. It had like a sink and some stuff. But there wasn't there wasn't anybody there. And then when she looked out the window over there, she said that she saw something back where we were standing. And I was like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is either a demon messing with us or like we're in some kind of weird time loop thing going on. We're seeing ourselves. <laughs> so it was really strange. So there's that. And then um, another place that I went out to go investigate. And of course I went during Halloween because why wouldn't you go during Halloween? There's a place near um, an, a church and it's, it's near the school. It's actually technically on campus, but the way you get to the road is, is you have to go outside the campus and then it kind of goes in. It's, it's um, considered like a wildlife reserve but it's called three c's road it's just ccc road so we call it three c's so this road um you can't you can't take a car down there you have to walk um it's usually it's usually got like a, a gate or whatever so me and my friends decided we were going to go down there because there's a legend called the beast of three c's road now from the legend I don't know if any of this is true, guys. Like, I haven't tried to, like, go through archives or anything. I'm just telling you stories that I heard from my past at this college. But apparently, on this road, there are seven bridges that go over, like, little creeks and streams. But when you come back down the road, there's only six. 
it's really strange because they say that there's a there's a demon out there in the woods. And I don't know what it is with the school, but they are obsessed with their demons because there's a demon everywhere at the school <laughs> at the school. But anyways, me and my friends decided we're going to be brave and we went down Three Seas Road at night. Now, this is like a three mile kind of hike thing. Now, we did not go all the way down. We got to like the fourth bridge. We had just passed this old church that was burned down a long time ago where it, they claimed that there were uh, there was a cult, some kind of cult. Um, I don't want to call them Satanists because I'm not sure if they are actually Satanists um, or, or Luciferians or whatever the term is now, I'm going to call them just a, a normal cult because I've, I I know some people in who are Luciferian and Satanists and, and this is not something that they typically do. So I'm going to say it's a, it's a cult and they had, and it was said allegedly that there were people, people died in the fire of the church. And then that there was human sacrifices done inside the church after the fire to summon the beast of Three Seas Road. Now, do do I think that's true? <laughs> I have no idea. But this is something that happened way before my time. So it, it wasn't something like super recent or anything. But anyway, so we were walking down this road. And the first thing that we started hearing now, granted, this is like nine o'clock at night. Okay. First thing we started hearing was tribal drumming. There's nothing out here. There's no campgrounds. Okay. There's no campgrounds around CC road. Um, I, I mean, it's a nature preserve. There shouldn't really be anybody out there. So we're hearing this tribal drumming. It's really strange. And when we were trying to record it, for some reason, our recordings wouldn't actually pick it up. We could hear it, but our recordings wouldn't pick it up. So we just kept walking. My friends, um, I had two friends that are very sensitive to, to energies and stuff. And I mean, I'm sensitive too, but not to the point where I'm going to run away, I guess. I mean, maybe that's just the curiosity in me. Like you can equate me to a cat, but anyways, um, we started hearing crashing through the woods after we got off the, over the fourth bridge, right past the church. And my friend, she got, she was so scared that she started looking off into the woods. She's like, I'm pretty sure I just saw eyes in, in the woods staring at us. And granted, this could have been a deer. Because like I said, you know, these <laughs> deer everywhere in, in, on at Barry. So she was just like, no, I can't, I can't go anymore. I can't go anymore. And I was like, okay. So we turned around and we came back. And I know that there are some other people who probably made it to the end. But they swear up and down. Seven bridges when you go over. Six when you come back. And of course they say six because, you know, it's supposed to be the devil's number. So that was a little spooky. I have actually, that's, that was my one and only time that we went down three seats road. We, we never went back, but I know that there are paranormal crews who have gone down there for sure. Um, uh, there, there's something called the catacombs under Barry college. There's a, there's a tunnel system underneath Barry college. We've had sinkholes open up on the campus. Um, I remember when I was there, we had two, at least two or three sinkholes open up. One was in the middle of the main road. Another one was by the baseball field. And like, to, it was to the point that people thought that <laughs> the dorms were going to sink down into the earth. But yeah, there's something called the catacombs underneath the college. And we actually went down there one time because um, there's a certain time where they let people go down there. 
And it's not like catacombs in France. There's no dead bodies or anything down there, but it's just a network of tunnels. And there's a lot of different theories as to where these tunnels came from. Some things that think that it's a part of the Underground Railroad. Um, others say it was um, it was so that the people on campus could worship in private. Um, because the one time I went down there, I went down there and it was around Christmas time. We went down there because they were doing a communion. Now, I'm not, I, I'm not really, I don't know. I'm not really a Christian. I'm spiritual. I believe, I, I think Jesus was a cool dude, that kind of thing. But, uh, it was just kind of strange, uh, being underneath the school to take communion. It kind of felt a little, I don't know. I guess it's like a secret organization kind of. It was kind of strange. But it, it was open for everybody. So it wasn't like, you know, you couldn't go down there with them. You could. So I did that. And I, I honestly, I just wanted to see what was down there because I was so curious. I was like, I need to see these tunnels. And they, they go pretty far underneath the school. Like they go everywhere for the most part, from what I've heard. I didn't, we didn't explore every every tunnel down there but we went pretty far it was pretty deep um so there's that but they do call it the catacombs so the next place that we went to was a place called possum trot and it's located on campus it is right past the horse fields it's down this road that's a it's a gravel road it's about a mile and a half uh, through the horse fields and then it kind of hits a pocket of woods and then possum trot is this old schoolhouse building it's one of the original structures to Barry College campus. And it was used not just for a schoolhouse, but also as a church. And um, it it has a graveyard <laughs> in the back too. Can you imagine going to school and then seeing this graveyard in the back of your school every day? Now, the graveyard in the back, you can barely tell it's a graveyard because it has these old weathered down stones. They kind of just look like rock formations in the ground. But if you look closely, you can tell that these used to be gravestones. And I remember I was with my friends and we walked all the way down um, the road to the school at night. It was very dark and we snapped some pictures, kind of looked around, did a couple recordings. We didn't get anything on the recordings, but when we did take some pictures of the back of the schoolhouse in the graveyard area, we did see some orbs. It was kind of, it was really interesting. It was really cool. I, I have never captured any pictures like that ever again, except back there at Possum Trot. I don't know of any stories of anybody else's paranormal, um, experiences back there, but I know that Possum Trot is one of the older places on campus and they have this thing back there like every Easter. I think it's on Easter. They do the same kind of stuff with uh, the old meal. The old mill is a water wheel. It's been there for a very long time. It doesn't really ground. It used to grind flour and corn and stuff, grain, but it, it doesn't do that anymore. It only does that once a year, and that's during mountain camp. Uh, that's during Mountain Day Festival, which Mountain Day is in honor of Martha Berry. It's for her birthday, which I think was on October 3rd, I want to say. I think it's on the 3rd. But anyways, they call it Mountain Day. And so that's actually coming up this this weekend. And Mountain Day is really pretty cool. The whole weekend, all the dorms have throw parties, massive amounts of parties. And they have something on Saturday called like Martha Palooza. They usually have at night where they actually bring in uh, festival rides like Ferris wheels, 
um, swings, like other kind of rides. It just depends. There's usually about four or five of them. And you can go to Martha Palooza and it's, and it's in the Clara Bowl, which is basically this big field out there near Barnwell Chapel. So um, that's Martha Palooza. There's a lot of different things, talks about scandals and stuff um, on campus. I mean, come on. Henry Ford <laughs> really just donated this to Martha Berry. The, the story goes <laughs> between her and Henry Ford was that Henry Ford, or she when she was asking for donations for the school or investments or whatever, Henry Ford sent her like a quarter. And he said, if you can turn that quarter into something profitable, I'll think about it. <laughs> like kind of, kind of a... <laughs> a dick move, but <laughs> she was like, okay. So she took that quarter and she used it to buy seeds. And when she, and then her students planted the seeds, they made crops, they sold their, they reaped what they sowed. They sold it at the farmer's market and they ended up buying tractors. And Henry Ford was so impressed by what they were able to accomplish with just that one quarter that he ended up donating the stones and the stonework and, and stuff for the Ford castle. And he also did stuff. Um, some of the stonework is in frost chapel as well, which frost chapel is really cool. It kind of looks like one of those monasteries that you would see on TV. Um, it's not very big, but it is pretty cool. It's on top of a hill. Um, I remember when it snowed there one year that we actually all went sledding down that hillside. It was pretty fun, but there are some really spooky things that happen around campus. I'm sure other students have had other experiences or act have actively been looking for experiences, but these are just some of the stories that I've run into because I'm always looking for things like this around Halloween time. So if you ever do decide to visit, definitely go visit um, Barry College. They're really cool. Um, you'll love it up there. Even if, even if you don't see a ghost, you'll definitely love seeing all the history that's involved. And uh, if you go right next door. It's not exactly next door, but it's a little ways down the street. You'll actually see Martha Berry's old home. It's a museum now. And that was actually the house that they used in the uh, Reese Witherspoon movie, Sweet Home Alabama. That was the big white house near the end that she said that she lived at, but she wasn't actually, that wasn't actually her house. Yeah, that was Martha Berry's house. So, and there's, and they have a ghost um, tour thing there too. Also in October, they usually have a reenactment where they reenact like Martha Berry and, and, um, stuff in the carriage house and everything like that. So they, they take a lot of pride in spooking, you know, of, of, of creeping people out. So there's that, but that was my experience at my old college. I hope you guys enjoyed it because I had a really good time there and I will see you guys or talk to you guys soon. And since I have my new mic and I'm really enjoying the sound right now, um, hopefully I can find you guys a creepy story to read you guys, um, later on. But if you like just hearing about my experiences, I'm totally down to, for that too. But we will throw in some actual like writing stuff, um, mix it in there later on. I'm actually thinking about possibly having some of my followers if they want to submit some of their work for me to read or um, just to kind of get their name out there. I don't necessarily know how to do interviews with them yet and record it, but but I think it would be kind of cool to have um, some Inca authors on here or at least um, showcase some of their work as well. So have a fantastic spooky season. I am off tomorrow, so I'm actually going to be decorating my house. So you'll probably see pictures um, relatively soon. 
tomorrow on my Facebook and my Inkit platforms of some of the decorations that I put up. I went to Spirit of Halloween again and spent way more money than I was supposed to again, but I can't help it because <laughs> I really wanted some things. So <laughs> I'm just going to have to, I'll, I'll pay it off later. I'll pay the credit card off later, <laughs> but you guys have a good one and have a safe and happy spooky season. Bye.